I'm going to read the first, I can't remember how many verses, five or six verses, I think. Amen. Now, Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given unto you into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And you shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thou shalt do this for six days. And verse 4, And the seven priests shall before the ark Go, bear before the ark seven trumpets. Everybody say trumpets of ram's horns. You're going to have trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day you shall compass the city seven times, and the priest shall blow with the trumpets. Everybody say they're going to blow the trumpets. And verse number five. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Now that's a beautiful promise. This is a wonderful thing. Now you say, What in the world does this have to do with Jubilee? Well, I wondered the same thing until I started doing some deep diving into these passages. Now, if you want, I'm going to delve into just doing some teaching real quick. So if you want to be seated, you can be seated. Amen. But if you remember, I had you repeat with me trumpets, and then it said of ram's horn. Now, we know these trumpets as shofars. No, I'm not talking about shofar. We've we've talked about certain things. I'm talking about the shofar. And it's a long horn that's been hollowed out. And you blow in one end, and if if you hold it and you blow it just right, you can make different noises with it, and it's really difficult to blow in. My father and I went to Israel and planned to bring me a shofar back when I come home from Israel in a couple of years. And so, anyway, you'll, so you can see what that's all about. And I may even leave it up here just in case. Amen. Because we may have to blow the trumpet every once in a while. Amen. Too bad we have to wait until June of 24 to go get it, with this being the year of Jubilee. Amen. <clears throat> but the trumpet was a ram's horn. That was hollowed out and that they would blow into and it would make a noise. They typically used them to announce um, different sacrifices in the Bible. Uh, They would announce different uh, feasts in the Bible with with these shofars. They would announce that, the priests would. And and they would also use it as a war cry. All right? And so there there are several things here that we we could delve into, but I want to focus on one thing. I don't know why, but when I began to look at verse number 4, it says, The seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. 
I don't know really, Sister Winnie, why they used the, the words ram's horns here. Because the actual word in the Hebrew was yovel. That makes a lot of sense to you, right? Do you understand what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> no I didn't either. Where I wish I would have written down the numbers. I didn't. I think out of all the times in the Bible that this word in the Hebrew is used, Y-O-B-E-L, Yovel. Yovel. It, it is a word that in most of the Bible, when it's used, it is translated, are you ready? Jubilee. But for some reason in Jericho, in this portion of Scripture, the people that wrote the Scriptures decided to use ram's horns. So if you, can you let me use the word that's been, that this original word was translated into mostly through the Scripture? Can I do that? I don't think I'm changing the Scripture. The Bible says, and if I use that word instead of the others, and seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of jubilee. What? Jubilee? What does that mean? Well, God had told the Israelites how many years before, at least 40 years before, that I'm going to give you land that's flowing with milk and honey. And even when they came back the first time after going out there and they were, they were investigating the land, it took two men to tie a grapevine cluster to a one stick and they had two of them. In fact, many pictures would show where those great clusters would be as tall as men like Brother Darren. Massive unbelievable what's yeah compared to the little clusters we have in the store that's exactly right but think about this I like the word you used unbelievable because 10 out of the 12 men that went over there they didn't believe it <laughs> they didn't believe that God was going to go over there and give them the land but 40 years later we find Joshua and God proclaiming hey you're going to walk around Jericho and the, and the trumpets of Jubilee are going to sound. Now you're, you're about to see why I'm excited about this. Because when I begin to study this, what, what are they about to see happen? They were about to see the first overthrow of the first city in the land of promise. The key word being promise. They were about to possess the promise of God in the land that he had promised them so many years before. And they were going to do it by obeying God and walking around the city and the priest or the preachers were going to be proclaiming jubilee around that city for six days. And on the last day, they were going to proclaim jubilee around that city for seven times around that city. You with me today? Now you understand why I'm a little excited because now we go back to what my wife said a few moments ago. Yeah, God's been working on me this year. Yes, God's been working on you this year. But this year is the year of jubilee. Or can I say it? This is the year of possessing the promise. 
Hallelujah. We've been sounding the trumpet for the last six years, Brother Tuffy. We're walking around this community one more time. And we're blowing the trumpet of Jubilee. And here we are on this first Sunday of, of 23. And guess what? Here I am. I'm blowing the trumpet again. Hey, it's the year of Jubilee. Hey, it's time for us to possess the promises that God has promised us time and time again. It was more than just saying, hey, you know what? I think God might do it this time. No, they were saying, hey, we believe God said he was going to do it, and it's going to happen today. Hallelujah. Amen. Not only did they blow the trumpet. Now, you gotta, can you ride with me just a second more, all right? I'm almost done. I want you to consider this with me. Who was it blowing the trumpets for all of those times? Who was it? The priest. Can we, that, we, we equivalent, equivalent, I'm making up words here. We, we, <laughs> we, we consider the, the ministry today to be the same as the priesthood back then, because that's kind of, we, we stood between heaven and the people. So, does that make sense? And so, and I'll teach on that someday, all right? So we all understand, I'm not just making stuff up, all right? Amen. I, I try to make sure that I, I teach it from the scripture, not just make words up, all right? Um, but I want you to understand, the priests were the ones blowing the trumpet. Do you know what the command to the rest of the people? No. Not yet. Not yet. But do you know what else they were told to do? I'm getting to that part, the, the shouting part. I promise you, I'm getting to there. But you know what else he told them? Do you know what he told them? Huh? To listen. They had to listen. I'm looking for something specific. There it is right there. The Bible says, and tell the people to say not a word. Until that seventh time on the seventh day. Consider with me. Consider with me. Why did he ask the people to be quiet? Because he was showing them, hey, the last time that you tried to reason this out, it didn't make sense, and you talked yourself into unbelief. He said, so I want you to hold tight, but I want you at the end of the day, man, I, I'm excited right now, I want you at the end of the day, the Bible says on the seventh day, they got up right after dawn, and they started marching, and they started marching around that city. <laughs> if they had iPhones, I bet they were taking videos and making memes about it. <clears throat> VeggieTales said it well. What are you doing? We're going to knock your walls down, they said. <laughs> By walking around in circles? That's a great idea. Just go ahead and keep walking. But you got to understand. I don't have time to do this, uh, but I, I want you to understand, Jericho was, was, was a fortress, and it was quite elaborate. Jericho, I found this out in doing some study. Did you know Jericho had more than one wall? They had an exterior wall, and then they had an interior wall. 
I didn't know that. That makes the miracle even better. Because it says the walls, no exception, fell flat. They all came down. And so here we are. We have the children of Israel walking around, and they're having to be quiet. But I can only imagine what's going on in their little heads. Some of them, they probably started doubting. But guess what? Since Joshua's been taking command, God's been helping them, and God's been giving them strength, and God's been giving them favor with, with in, in every situation. And so they're walking around, and they're listening to what the preacher said. He said, hey, don't say a word until the last day. And on the last day, we're going to have them, they're going to blow the trumpets. We're going to come to a standstill. And we're going to have the priest blow the trumpets of Jubilee. And when he blow, when they blow the trumpets of Jubilee, I want you to shout to, with a voice of triumph. That was my, my rendition, all right? Shout unto the Lord and just magnify him. And do you want to know something? It wasn't until the people lifted their voices and shouted that the walls began to fall. Why is that significant? Well, the priests were proclaiming jubilee the whole week long. They were. They were blowing the trumpets all week long. The trumpets of jubilee, they were blowing them all week long. But it took one moment of faith, Brother Darren. One moment of faith from the people that said, hey, we believe right now that God's going to do what God said he's going to do. And they begin to worship the Lord and they begin to cry out to God with a voice of triumph. And as they began to do that, all of a sudden the walls come tumbling down and the mighty men of Israel ran into the city and they overthrew the city and God gave them a victory that day. Amen. You say, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm telling you, this year is the year of Jubilee. This year is the time that we need to possess the promise that God has put before us. Amen. We have some loved ones that need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, we have some people in our lives uh, that we've been talking to, we've been witnessing to. Let me tell you something. It's time for us to get our minds uh, and our eyes off of ourselves uh, and let's start looking out on the field uh, because it's white uh, and it's ready for harvest. Uh, it's time for us to get out in the field and begin to work uh, like God has called us to work. Hallelujah. The trumpets of Jubilee. It's a battle cry. Yeah, it's, we're going to have to fight some devils. Yeah, we're going to have to face some situations. But let me tell you something. When God is on our side, I can promise you we will come out on top every single time. Every single time. Because it's not just a battle cry, but it's a victory cry at the same time. Because when God sets in and God begins to move in our midst and God begins to fill people with the Holy Ghost and God begins to heal people of whatever situation they have, amen, whatever problem they have, deliverance comes. Let me tell you something. We've experienced this delivering power, but amen, it's time for some more people to experience what you and I have experienced. Hallelujah. I am looking forward to what God has in store for you and for me in this year, in 2023. Amen. It's the year of Jubilee, folks. It's the year of Jubilee. Hallelujah. When the people began to walk, amen, and they began to cry out to the Lord. I don't know what they were saying, but they were shouting, and they were letting God know, we believe you. Can you put that last slide up there? It's the year of Jubilee. Thanks.
already beat me. It's the year of Jubilee. How many of you believe what I'm saying this morning? How many of you believe God's going to answer some prayers this year? Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe when God says something, it's going to happen. God said it. Somebody said God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Well, here's the thing. I don't care if you believe it or not. God said it. That settles it, honey. God didn't need your belief when he said, let there be light. (laughs) And light came out of the darkness. So when God says it, now, unless he, if he puts a qualifier on it, then that's up to you. But when God says it, it's over. It's over. Amen. Can we stand to our feet? And if you believe what I'm talking about this morning, can you begin to thank God for the promises that he's putting forth this year? Can you do that right now? Lord, we love you, God. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. God, you are so good. God, I thank you for the promise, Lord, of a jubilee this year. Lord, of, of the, res- the, the restorations that can come, come of what, whatever is going on in life. But God, most of all, seeing people separated from sin and becoming the servants of the Most High God. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that we have today, this day, this first day of 2023. God, we're going to walk out of this service into our own lives in this year. God, knowing and walking by faith. Knowing that all things are in control and under your in your hands today, we love you, Jesus. We thank you for it today. Oh, we magnify you, Jesus. Can we give him a hand clap of praise today? Praise God. Amen. He's so good to us. Amen. I said he's so good to us. Amen. And he is a promise keeper. He is a way maker. Amen. He is everything that I need. He's a, (laughs) that is who you are. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Let's give him a hand clap of praise one more time. Oh, I love you. Amen. Well, you can be seated or stand there. I'm not going to be long. We want to receive an offering this morning. Somebody want to help me with that today. Amen. And uh, as we receive the offering this morning, yeah, that's fine. Thank you, Lord.